Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Janet. And we are Distinctive. Distinctive. So we are dual income, no kids who enjoy visiting Walt Disney World. And we like to give a little bit of advice and tips and tricks from a perspective of visiting Walt Disney World without children. Um, and we like to open up each episode with what we call our magic word of the day. And today's magic word is springs. Which sounds weird, but will make sense in just a minute. So every time you hear that word, springs, that is your cue to enjoy your frosty libation of choice. Um, and we will do so right along with you. It's going to be a fun time. Um, so today we're going to talk about the main topic of matching your um, kind of your vacation vibe or matching your hotel to your vibe. So um, Disney World's a big place. There's tons of stuff to do there. You can't ever do all of it, even if you have a long trip. And often we'll go on short trips of, you know, maybe three to six days. And so it's enough time that we want to get some stuff done, but it helps to focus by deciding what is what is the vibe, what is the general idea of this vacation. So for example, if we're going down for food and wine fest, maybe it's a foodie trip and we want everything to be about having great um food, um, restaurant reservations. Um, or maybe we're going down with some friends who've maybe never been before, haven't been since they were kids, and we want to show them adult Disney World. Um, so today's um, topic is going to be about that, kind of taking that focus idea and figuring out which hotel in particular um, might help uh, maximize that for you. So we like to start each episode with a little game, and today's game is going to be keep, update, or eliminate of the nighttime shows. Extravagant. So pick three of them and uh, let me know which three you'd like to keep, update, or eliminate. All right, I'm ready. Give me the list. You're ready. Okay. So I'm um, going to do Happily Ever After, Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do um, Rivers of Light, Animal Kingdom. And I'm going to do Star Wars, a galactic spectacular at Hollywood Studios. Mm, okay. I'm going to keep Star Wars. Um, I think that, you know, with Star Wars land, officially Galaxy's Edge opening up, um, that that is going to be one that should stick around for a while. Um, I think that show is pretty well done, and the projections are fun, and the pyrotechnics are cool, so I keep it. Um, I would, uh, I guess, update Happily Ever After, because I think it's pretty good. I like that they put into there some of the... Um, Music from less common uh, Disney, Disney animated yeah. movies like Hercules, um, Hercules and Hercules. I think and Moana's in there. Um, and uh, so I like that. I'd like more of that. Um, but the storyline is not quite as good as Wishes, so I wish it would kind of tighten the storyline up a little bit. Um, and that would mean Rivers getting Light. rid of Rivers of Light, which is probably the right decision. Uh, not not a huge fan of Rivers of Light. It's it's pretty. It's pretty. Okay. All right, so that gives me the remainder to give to you then. So let's see here. That gives us Illuminations. Mm -hmm. Reflections of Earth. At Epcot. We have uh, Fantasmic. At Hollywood Studios. And I'm going to throw in there the Electric Water Pageant, which is the little boat parade that goes around Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, doo, doo, doo. Um... 
I'm going to uh, keep the electric water parade. I think anytime you mix lights and boats together, it's an amazing thing. I'm uh, a South Florida born and raised native, and uh, those are boat shows, boat parades that we always attended. So I always love lights and boats together for. But you experience. don't like rivers of light? It's like all it is. Well, you didn't give me rivers of light. <laughs> okay, fair. All right. So I keep the electric boat parade. I would update Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, and it seems like they're actually working on that now. They're building it now. They're building it now. Yeah, so update that. Uh, music's outdated. Uh, it feels a little too 80s, 90-ish, early 90s. Um, they need to do something better with the fireworks display because of the wind that comes off of, of the lake. It just, uh, it's hit or miss on whether or not you're going to get a good view. So update, uh, uh, yeah. Illuminations. Illuminations. And then I would eliminate um, Phantasmic. I just, you know, the whole Mickey theming for adults, don't really need it. I'm not a big Mickey Mouse fan. He's not my favorite character by any means. And, yeah, there's a story to go along with it. But, you know, after the fourth point and shoot with his fingers over it with the, you know, fireworks are coming out. You get the idea. I mean, you really only need to watch the first two minutes. It's like an EDM festival. All right. So, so that's how we play the game. Keep update, eliminate. So let's go to our main topic, matching vibes to Walt Disney World Resorts. And how we broke this up in, uh, into categories is a set of six, I believe, yeah, six vibes that we're matching uh, the resorts to. And we categorize the resorts for Value slash moderate, we'll either pick one value or one moderate resort, and then also for each one, we'll pick one deluxe resort. Yeah. Side and, note, as we were doing this, we realized there really aren't that many moderate resorts anymore. Disney used to classify the DVC, which is D Disney Vacation Club, the Disney timeshares. Mm -hmm. They used to classify them as moderate if you book them directly through Disney, mm -hmm. but we saw on the website that that's that not true changed. anymore. Now they're rated as deluxe villas, um, whatever that means. Um, I think it means they can just increase the price, but really a lot of the DVC properties, um, aside from the ones that are associated with deluxe hotels, the standalones like um, Saratoga Springs and Old Key West, really do have more of that moderate um, quality to them yep. uh, in that three-tier pricing structure. So just something to keep in mind if you're booking hotels on Disney website that um, just because it's listed as Deluxe Villa doesn't necessarily mean it's deluxe in feel. Yeah. So the first uh, vibe we're going to discuss about is going to Walt Disney World as a first-time visitor. Yay! I love bringing first-timers. Yeah, I love it. So I can be a show-off. You know it all, all day. Well, what would you recommend for first-time visitors for a value slash moderate resort? So the one that we went with on this one, uh, I thought the theming is important, um, and also the. Um, location of the hotel on the property is important. Disney, as I've mentioned many times, is a huge place. So when you um, start thinking about getting around by public transit, um, which is what I would recommend for a first timer to use the Disney Absolutely. bus system, et cetera, rather than renting a car. Um, the one that pops to mind on the cheaper end of the price spectrum is Art of Animation. It's got great theming, it's a newer hotel within that category, um, and it's right in the middle of uh, right in the middle of things. And once the Skyliner is built, it's even more going to be uh, 
close proximity and easy to get to both Hollywood Studios and Epcot. So, yeah, I, animation. I would agree with that. Um, it's uh, it's well themed without being over, you know in your face about it. Like I feel like the All Stars are with the theming. Um, and also, I think the first thing that comes to your mind when you say Disney, anyways, is the animation, right? Mm -hmm. The animated movies and cartoons. And so you get that theming and that feel from Art of Animation. So it really is quintessential Disney. This is a hotel that's a little bit more kid friendly because it's got all the kind of the bright colors mm -hmm. and the animation theme and all of that. Um, but a lot of the time, you know, first timers, they kind of want some of that because they yeah. want to feel yeah, like that uh, that childlike yeah. um, thing. So the hotel art of animation really helps with that. All right, what about the deluxe on the first timers? Deluxe, um, we went with Grand Floridian. And that is, again, predominantly based on theming. It's crucially important that you actually feel like you went somewhere outside of the norm. like. You were transported to another time and place when you walked into this resort. That's what makes Disney Disney. So Grand Floridian is that exceptionally. It's got that Victorian theme, uh, Floridian feel to it that you wouldn't get today anymore. You kind of are transported into a different world. And again, location being very important. On the monorail loop to Magic Kingdom where, you know, first timers, you're going to want to go to the Magic Kingdom at least two days in your trip because um, it's the one of the, the largest, well, largest in terms of rides for certain. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's the original, so you're going to want to spend a lot of time there. So that's, you know, the predominant reasons why Grand Floridian for Deluxe. I can hear all the Disneyland fanatics screaming at us, no, it's not the original, you lie. <laughs> Disneyland, we don't care about Disneyland on this podcast. All right, so the next one on the list uh, is going to be those people who want to do it all. So this could be all a first-timer. Usually those things go hand-in-hand. Hand, but it could just be one of your friends who is like, oh, you know what? I'm spending a pretty penny on this trip, and I want to suck every tiny piece of value out of it that I possibly can. I'm going to eat at all the restaurants. I'm going to see all the shows. I'm going to see all the fireworks. I'm going to go on all. all the rides. I'm going to right. do it all. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to happen. But <laughs> so we decided that for that, what you really want is a hotel that's reasonably priced, but also is very convenient to get to as many yeah. things as possible, so that you don't waste time, time. on the. Um, on the transit between. Yeah. All right. So what we do with the uh, value for that one? For value, we went Pop Century uh, again because you're not going to spend um, a lot of time in the room. So, but also we wanted it to be a decent central location for you to be able to get back and forth to the parks very easily. I thought Pop Century is kind of centrally located. Um, so and. Um, so Pop Century actually shares property, or it's adjacent to Two. Art of Animation, uh -huh. but it's not quite as expensive yeah. because it's older and the theming isn't quite yeah. as uh, elaborate. Yeah, yeah. So you still get the location, and it's going to be improved for transit once they finish the Skyliner as well. Uh, just you don't have to pay as much money for it. So that's why we went Pop Century for Valley slash Modern. 
right. And for the deluxe on the people who want to do it all, we went for the contemporary. So contemporary is that hotel that the monorail literally goes straight through the middle of it. Yeah. Um, so it's on the monorail loop, very easy access to Magic Kingdom. But we also thought that it would be useful because it's actually um, just one stop on the monorail loop to the Ticket and Transportation Center, the TTC, where you can change monorail lines to Epcot. So really from the contemporary, um, it's very easy to go either to Magic Kingdom or to Epcot. Um, and then, of course, there are buses to both Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. Um, and so, and you can actually walk to the Magic Kingdom from the Contemporary. Um, so that's a great feature as well. Um, we also chose this one just because it's kind of got that feeling of, like, excitement. It's always very, very busy in there. Mm -hmm. You go in the lobby, it's loud, there's stuff going on, there's Chef Mickey's right there in the middle of everything. Um, mm -hmm. And it's hard to not kind of feel that Disney excitement in the contemporary lobby. Yeah, no, I completely agree. If you want to do it all, you need to be really close to Magic Kingdom and what's closer than walking distance can't be. So, yep, uh, so do it all, deluxe, contemporary. Um, the next vibe we went with is group. If you're going to Walt Disney World's a group, what type of resort would you recommend for value slash moderate? Um, so again, you're probably not spending a lot of time in your room. You're probably not interested in having like a really cozy location to, you know, to lounge around. If you're with your group of friends, if you got, you know, six, eight people, you probably just want a place where you can get that many people in relatively close proximity so that you've got a good jumping off point for your day um, and something that's easy to get back and forth um, from wherever you are so that it's easy to rehook up with your group. Um, so I said the all-stars. Um, Honestly, I don't really make much distinction between the all-star resorts. Music. So there's movies, music, sports. That's it. Is that it? That's it. I always movies, feel like there's sports. four. I guess there's Pop Century, and I always kind yeah. of lump it in there. But Pop Century is different. So we've got the movie, movies, music, and sports. Um, if you twisted my arm, I'd probably go music as my favorite. But um, movies. Or movies um, they're not really not. that much different. It's just a matter of which theming mm -hmm. you like. Um, and so they're the cheapest hotels on property yep. and they are perfectly ha habitable right i mean think think holiday in yeah it's a disney holiday I mean, in right um there's not a whole lot of frills but it's it's nice and the theming is fun and it is good for groups and that's why um a lot of the kind of group events like a cheerleading thing is always down there and i think isn't there like a high school baseball tournament that gets played at disney world every year they yeah. always book the all-stars for the kids to stay in because it's great for groups so yeah. it's great for groups of teenagers but it's also great for groups yeah. of adults um particularly if you're trying to save some cheddar so you can some spend cheddar. it on something else yeah if you're going with different people who have different price points i mean this is just the most sensitive That's a solution point, yeah. that you can go with uh, so that everyone can afford the trip. So yeah, um, so deluxe uh, resort, what do, did we go with for deluxe? So on that one, we went for the boardwalk. I was kind of torn on that because we've had a not so great experience at the boardwalk. We personally tend to avoid it a little bit, but when we started thinking what's good for a group, the boardwalk really is it. So if you have a group of adult people, who are adult interested people. in hanging out? No, not the not, not 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 a, not a mixed group, but no. an adults-only adults group. Only. You're probably going to want to spend a lot of time at Epcot. 
and Boardwalk is within walking distance of Epcot, so you can imbibe however much you might prefer and still get home okay, although we do have a, an interesting story, story about one of our friends. He almost made it. Almost. 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 Um, but the uh, boardwalk also, in addition to being uh, walking distance to Epcot, it is right there on the boardwalk. Um, there is a dueling pianos bar there. There's like a down dance lounge kind of place ball. there. Yeah. Um, and you can, and it's, it's there on um, Echo Lake. So you've got also the option to walk to Hollywood Studios it's not, if it's you not want. Echo Lake, but it's or, okay. yeah, it is. No, it's not. That's in Hollywood Oh, you're right. Studios. It is. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. A crescent lake. Crescent lake. Um, anyway, so you've got some boat transport um, both to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios if you don't want to walk, but the, both of those are walkable. I would um, not walk to Hollywood And Studios. if you're with a group of adults, you're probably more likely to be spending time at both of those places and at Disney Springs more than anywhere else. So boardwalk um, is good um, if your group of friends has a little bit more money to uh, put toward. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Boardwalk, same reasons, proximity to Epcot, because you're going to, as adults, drink around the world. Let's be serious about that. Don't try and take a drink, literally, at every, you know, at every pavilion. We've had one friend who's actually successfully did. So shout out to Marco, who's uh, the only person, man alive, that I actually know who's successfully accomplished that, and verifiably. Um, but don't do that, unless you're finished. Um <laughs> But so, yeah, proximity to Epcot. And secondarily, if you're an adult, there's a good chance you like Star Wars. And if you like Star Wars, you're going to want to go see the Star Wars Nighttime Galactic Spectacular. And so being able to hop on a boat and go to Hollywood Studios is very easy. Um, and they have the more, uh, two of the more uh, adventurous type rides, you know, the uh, Aerosmith uh, Rock and Roller Coaster and Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, probably the more um exciting rides that are at, at disney world resort so that's kind of why we went for groups right. uh, to board, uh, boardwalk for deluxe all right so the next one is maybe my favorite which is the foodie vacation we're planning one of those right now to go down to food and yay wine food, and wine. food and wine festival um so food and wine festival if you don't know is a fall event at epcot um so drink around the world plus a bunch of specialty beverages and food items that aren't on the normal menus that they put out just for the food and wine fest at there epcot boots and so with the um, foodie trip, we wanted to expand a little bit just outside of uh, Food and Wine Fest and say, okay, Food and Wine Fest might be where you're going if you're a foodie, but sometimes we just go and we want our vacation to be about having nice meals, um, particularly dinners. So for the value moderate, we went with Saratoga Springs. Yep. So Saratoga Springs is walking distance to Disney Springs. Springs, Springs, Springs. Um, and... So the uh, you lost your train of thought. So it's the okay. food is going to be good there. Yeah. Um, there's always great food over there at Disney Springs. Um, so even if the Food and Wine Fest isn't uh, currently there at the time that you are there, it's still a great place to stay. Um, and they've all got refrigerators because it's a DVC property, so you can take leftovers and heat them up in the microwave that's in your room there, which is great. If the only food foodie event that you go to is Epcot uh you know food and wine festival in the whole year and you don't do normal you know foodie type restaurants high-end type restaurants 
then I call you a faux foodie. Faux foodies should stay at Epcot for certain, but real foodies, real foodies should be at Disney Springs because ultimately they actually have real selection of, of what I call high-end cuisine. So yeah, so that's why Saratoga Springs, you can walk to Disney Springs and you can hit uh, Morimoto's, for instance. Mm -hmm. That's one of our favorites. Art Smith's Homecoming oh. is there. Yep. Um, you got Wine Bar George just that opened. just opened, you know. Uh, there, yeah, so there are, are and, a uh, lot of hideaway. good restaurants at a variety of price points there. Mm -hmm. um, and we always make it a point to go to Disney Springs on all of our trips, Absolutely. even if it's not a food and wine fest trip, because the food out there really is it's phenomenal. Phen phenomenal. All right, so deluxe, deluxe. for a foodie trip. For foodie if you're going to blow the bank and just do just, the whole shebang, where do you go? Just do that. Oh, yeah, Yacht Club. Yacht Club, again, I mean proximity to Epcot yeah. during Food and Wine Festival, specifically Yacht Club. And uh, why Yacht Club of all the Epcot resorts? Predominantly because it has the Yachtsman Steakhouse, which is a legitimate foodie place, and it has uh, Ale and Compass. Got it, got it. Yeah. Ale and Compass, uh, which uh, recent, re recent, up until recent, recently yeah. was the most terrible restaurant on Disney property. Well, and that was, was actually else. a pretty decent restaurant. Now they renamed it. It was so bad. It but bad. now it's it's decent. Now it's decent. So, yeah, so that's why Yacht Club. Uh, and we'll give a shout out also to the Swan, Swan and Dolphin, Dolphin, which are yeah. technically not Disney, but are right there on Crescent Lake yeah. also um, and have a great restaurants in the lobbies of both the Swan and the Dolphin. Um, so Honestly. that can be a great foodie stop as well um, if you're willing to give up some of those Disney property perks. Yeah. You don't get all of the, the benefits, but you get, a, you get a fair few. You yeah. do get extra magic hours and that's that not what this thing. episode's about. Anyway, I'm just Thank saying. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, I picked Swan and Dolphin for this pick if we weren't specifically asked to select only Walt Disney World Resorts uh, because, uh, honestly, it has way more foodie options. It has Il Molino. It has uh, Todd English Blue Zoo. It has Don Chulu's Steakhouse. I mean, it it's phenomenal and you still have the proximity of God. So, but, and both of them are uh, very close also to flying fish, which is one of our favorites flying over, fish, yeah, um, forgot, on the boardwalk. I forgot about flying fish on the board. Probably it's definitely the best restaurant on the boardwalk, but uh, uh, it comes the most expensive. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's it for deluxe for foodie is yacht club. Next on our list is if you're trying to book a luxurious Walt Disney world, vacation, which value slash moderate resort would you book? Well, if I'm going for a luxurious vacation, luxury. I don't book a value resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> but if I had to, if had I to. would book Coronado Springs because it's the only moderate resort that has a spa. Uh, yeah, that's true. Coronado Springs. Um, and it's a nice spa, actually, um, and reasonably priced. Um, and also I like Coronado Springs because the walking paths throughout is kind of a larger resort, it's, it's large. but the walking paths are actually really nice. They, um, they're, they're well landscaped, there's shade yeah. on most of the paths yeah. during most of the day. Um, there's even on the closer buildings, there will be covered walkways over by like a convention center. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. I would go Coronado Springs if I was trying to get myself a little bit of luxury. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I'd agree because uh, it, I think it has the largest uh, lake of any resort um, in terms of size. So, yeah, the walking paths are pretty nice. And 
the lake does kind of cool things off. A You're like walking bit. slash biking yeah. slash jogging. Yeah. So if that's your thing, then that's a good place um, for that too. But since I'm not a spa guy, I'm just gonna have to take your word for it on on the spa. So so for value moderate Coronado Springs for luxurious experience. But honestly, as you said earlier, really. The only book deluxe for luxuries. So well, I will I will point out also Coronado Springs is recently renovated in a lot of spots. So yes. it's also luxurious in the rooms. The rooms are clean. They're they're uh, recently refurbished or brand new. Um, the sheets are really nice, right? Mm -hmm. So all of that stuff goes into that luxury feel. Yeah, also. yeah. I, and I guess kind of add to that, it's because the conference center is there. Uh, they do try and you know take up at a, uh, another notch, I feel like, at Coronado Springs uh, for that reason. Uh, so yeah. Um, okay. So as you said earlier, though, you really only book deluxe for luxury. So what? what's your favorite deluxe for luxurious? The Four Seasons. Okay. Okay. Shout out to the Four <laughs> Seasons. Four certain definitely would win. Uh, unfortunately, it's not Disney Resort. I don't want to say the Four Seasons. <laughs> okay. Can we have negative children so we have more money? Because if we could do that, then okay. Okay. Uh, so for deluxe Disney, um, I think you got to give it to the Grand Floridian. It's just, it's just so classy, it's right? Classy. You got Meisner's Lounge there, which is one of my favorite lounges on all of Disney property. Uh, great service, great drinks. It's actually not super expensive to get drinks there, which is amazing. Um, Citrico's is there, which is a great. Uh, restaurant you've got um what's the restaurant that get, does brunch they've got a really good brunch restaurant there also on the ground floor yeah great. I think uh, it's the grand flirting cafe, cafe i think, I think um the rooms are really nice they're well appointed the sheets are nice the um toiletries are nice um it's right there by Magic Kingdom, as we've mentioned, mm -hmm. so the view is beautiful, um, and there is a spa, so mm -hmm. it pretty much ticks all the boxes for me for luxury. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and the spa is obviously important for these luxurious trips, um, and other than that, it's going to come down to the appointments in the room, and I really think that they do a phenomenal job at Great Floridian with the appointments, uh, nicer sheets, nicer pillows. Uh, yeah, and the, and the, the bathrooms are. Much and also, fun. one of the nice things about both Coronado Springs and the Grand Floridian is because of the clientele that typically selects those hotels, um, you get a lot less of like I call it the check-in drama. You have a lot less lines and a lot oh, yeah, less, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, there's something wrong with my room mm -hmm. and I need to switch and all that stuff that sometimes happens at hotels through no fault of the hotel. It just seems like it doesn't happen ever oh, at the Grand Floridian and Coronado Springs. So that always helps with a luxurious vacation yeah, as well. They, they, I think they just take care of the situation more proactively than waiting for someone to come down and wait in line and argue in the lobby with the person at the front desk. So yeah, so that kind of, you know, having a chiller attitude of atmosphere is really helps for you to relax. So, so that's for deluxe Grand Floridian luxurious. All right, last category. We couldn't leave it off the list particularly since we are a dual income, no kids uh, podcast here, vlog mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. the romantic resort. Oh, man, smoochie, smoochie. Mm. All right, so if we're going value or moderate for romance, where are you taking me, sir? Romance. Um, Port Orleans, French Quarter. Good choice. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that 
the theming at, at French Quarter is, you know, it's supposed to be like New Orleans uh, theming, you know, French style, kind of gets you, you know, they say Paris is a city of love. So, I mean, French style theming is going to be, you know, get you in that mood, right? And um, I think, um, yeah, you're just kind of transported in a place that gets you all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, I think the water plays a big role in this one as well. You've got the little river going past the property Aww. and through the property right there. Um, you can take the boat over to Disney Springs, which is a nice little about 20 minute it's boat ride. Um, and wow, well, this is all the docking and stuff. And, um, and it's nice to wander about, as you said. Um, it's just a really beautiful resort. Yeah. And it's a little bit off the beaten path. So I think that if you're going for romance, you want to be not right in the middle of everything. It's nice to be a little bit secluded or at least feel secluded. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would take one of those properties on the water, the, the buildings on the water and get an overlook view of the water. That'd be the romantic, romanciest. <laughs> romanciest, that's a word. So for a deluxe romantic, where are we going? The poly. Poly, that's Polynesian, yeah, it's short, I don't know, people like to shorten things. The Contempo, the Poly, the <laughs> Fancy, like we yeah, did it's all those so, EDM many, festival people. so many times that we did shorten things, totally brill. Okay. It is brill, the yeah. Poly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's got that um, Southern Isles, South Pacific thing South going. South Pacific, Southern sure. Isles. Southern Isles, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> That's Game of Thrones. It's, it's the Azores. Yeah, it's got the Azores theming to it. Uh, yes, the South Pacific theming, um, which most people recognize as a romantic type of yes. thing, just generally speaking. All the sand on, on the literal beach. They've Hawaii, got a beach that you can sit on and watch the fireworks. And they've got a that. very nice pool, actually. And the quiet pool yes. is actually a really yes, nice place to just pool. lounge around. Um, and, uh, I love the lobby and I think the, the bar upstairs in the lobby is going to undergo renovation soon, but uh, it will yeah. be back. And that's one of my favorite lounges uh, on property. Kona Cafe. No, Kona Cafe. no, Tambu Lounge. Tambu Lounge. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's one that's next to Kona Cafe. And, oh, yeah. um, okay. yeah. So I vote Polly. Uh, I would agree. Absolutely. I must do a room overlooking uh, for fireworks that's overlooking the Seven Seas Lagoon there. And if you have the funds to spring for a villa. Oh, yeah, do it. Do it. We Again, we'd have to have negative children for that to work out <laughs> in our favor. Uh, but if you have a large enough family, I guess that makes sense. But we're not really talking about family. I don't know why you'd go on a romantic vacation with your family. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but uh, yes, Polly, I completely agree because they get that Hawaiian vibe going on and that's that's romantic in and of itself. And if you drink enough spiky pineapples, spiky pineapple, you'll be ready for romance be, no matter what. You'll be, okay. Get a pot of Mai Tai. I'm glad the woman said that. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so the beach there is gets you kind of in the mood as well, overlooking the fireworks at night. Um, they even play, they pipe in the music, so. That alone gets you kind of inspired, and uh, yeah, the theming is just phenomenal, and I think it's one of the be better themed pools mm -hmm. as well, and that's something that's nice and relaxing and can be romantic too. If you find a little little corner, a little cubby for you and 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 your significant other, 
so yeah so polynesian for deluxe for a romantic trip to walt disney world all right so we will put our little table of recommendations um below below in the so you can read below. it um if you've actually sat around and listened to us talk about it this whole time we thank you yes um leave your questions comments complaints please all of the above down in the comments below and we will try and respond um in our next video and i i think that's about it yep and we like to close off each episode with a quote from Walt himself, and today's quote is, the greatest moments in life are not concerned with selfish achievements, but rather with the things we do for the people we love and esteem. Oh, how appropriate. So thank you guys for watching. I'm Brian. I'm Janet. And we are Distinctive. Distinctive.